Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, Greg. Hey, Jonathan. <laughs> hey, uh, how are you doing? I am amazing today. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing really well. And for anyone just now tuning in, for those of you who listen on a regular basis, you know who we are. Yes. And for those of you who don't, and this is your first episode, uh, welcome to Tasty Gents. We are a... We are a Seattle to Palm Springs Tasty Podcast, where yes, we, we talk are. about food and life and uh, things related to food and life. And everything in between. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing. And we're going to do some of that today. In fact, we, uh, we had started uh, just, we, we were just chatting because we're friends and we'd like to catch up. And we were talking about just all sorts of things that were going on and, and things that are going on in, in some of the things within Greg's life and, and also within mine. And we yeah. came across, I, I think, a, a kind of a fun topic because it just naturally grew into this. And uh, we have a list of topics. This was not on the list. Uh, but we decided, to, you know, let, let's just throw it in and see how it works anyway. It's relevant. Yeah, it was coming up today. That's right. Yeah, it was happening, right? So um, we're just going to go with the, what the universe is sending us and uh, see if we can if we can, uh, if we can have a good chat about it. Um, and what are we talking about today, Greg? We're going to talk about balance. Balance. So we're yeah. going to cover everything associated with balance in less than 30 minutes. Right. Because okay. We're that good. That's right. Or and we and, just and, and when we when, when you say balance, you mean like don't fall down. Yes, that's exactly it. We have that's both right. had experiences of uh, being out in public and falling down. Yes. Uh, we have discovered that there. No, that's not it. We're not. Gonna talk oh, that's about not it. Talk about no. The way that we have uh, looked for and in some cases found balance as it relates to food, as it relates to sleep, as it relates mm. to the other things we're doing. So um, as you say, we, we just kind of got rolling in that direction uh, and it it had enough energy around it that we really felt like it was a good topic for today. Yeah, it feels good. All right. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. So and when, so we were talking about, uh, you know, and, and part of this is is related to um, that, that, you know, we both had some experiences where for different reasons um, we had uh, tried to or we've been we've needed to fast. Yes. Right. And so fasting, of course, for those who, who don't know, is where you you just don't eat. Right. So yeah. obviously, like we do this, everyone fasts throughout usually the night. Right. And then you have your breakfast or your breakfast in the morning. And uh, and and yet sometimes we extend it. And yeah. so um, and, and and I'll extend it. Uh, usually it's because I'm I'm trying to do a cleanse and I want to, uh, you know, want to kind of I've, I've gone to a, a weekend where we've eaten a lot of stuff or drank a lot of stuff that I normally wouldn't eat drink. And I just want to kind of flush it out. So I'll take uh, maybe a day and a half or two days and I'll just do a, a water fast and, and flush everything out and feel good. Um, and, that, and that'll kind of kick off, you know, reintroduce me back into, into a, a sense of balance. Right. Yeah. Um, and back into my program. Uh, but Greg, you have other reasons when you, when you fast. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have um, recurring diverticulitis, which is a, I had about, about oh, 15, 16 years now which is an occasional inflammation of the lower intestine. Mm. Um, if you're, you know, some of you are nodding your heads. If you listen to this, you're like, oh, I know what that is. If, if you also have it, I'm sorry, because it sucks. Um, and so it, it, there's a whole lot behind it and in front of it. And there's a lot that they don't know. And it's like a lot of medical situations. Um, uh, it, it's a bit of trial and error. But it, it, what's consistent for me is when I get symptoms, um, the very first thing I do is go on a clear liquid diet. Um, and I'll tell you the first time I tried that, how I got it wrong. But, <laughs> but in that example, you know, 
coffee with nothing in it, black coffee, which is what I, how I drink it anyway, <clears throat> and water for, you know, a day, two days, um, up to three days, usually two days, uh, is enough time for my digestive system to sort of uh, quiet itself down and take a break. So I've done it then, I've, I fasted then. Um, funny story about that. Here's, here's a bit of learning for you, uh, mm. listener. Jonathan, you, you'll know this already. Okay. The first time I had symptoms, um, 16, 17, 18 years ago, uh, at the ripe old age of not yet 40, I believe, oh boy. Uh, my doctor said, go on a liquid diet. I thought, well, that's easy. And so I got out my blender. And so I had <laughs> chicken and dumplings for dinner in the blender. And it was yeah. kind of gross consistency wise, but the flavor was very good. Um, <laughs> it did nothing at all for my symptoms because that's not at all what my doctor meant when he said liquid diet. So he right. later correct me to clear liquid diet and not blending things like, you know, a ribeye steak uh, and believing that somehow that disgusting mess was uh, viable. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that was that. And then uh, weight loss. Their intermittent fasting is a really popular way for people to lose weight. It happened to be a way that was really effective for me um, mm -hmm. uh, when I have been serious about trying to lose weight, which is not very often. Uh, going through an intermittent fasting pattern has been really effective for me. So yeah, those are two, two ways that I have fasted. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you suffer through this, and this is something that affects your your eating habits as well, right? So, so is yeah. this like like you've had to change your diet and your food timings, your your meal priorities? Yeah, not necessarily because of the um, of the diverticulitis. The the diverticulitis is interesting, um, and I know I'm saying that fast. If anybody's trying to catch that, diverticulitis is an inflammation or infection of these little stress pockets that get uh, called diverticula that get into um, people's lower intestines. The um, it's very common in Western culture, less common in um, Eastern and Asian cultures. Um, mm -hmm. The theory is that because those cultures have diets that are higher in fiber, um, which is generally very good for your, for your digestive system, that they don't have the occurrence that we do. And that because uh, we are higher in fat and higher in, in proteins and meats, um, mm -hmm that we have more problems with uh, constipation and that leads to stresses on the walls of um, intestines. And then that leads to diverticula, which is very, again, very common in adults in Western culture. And that those diverticula in a small percentage of people who have them can get uh, infected and or inflamed. Okay, there it was. Everything you wanna know about diverticulitis. Oh my goodness. Um, the, so a couple of interesting things about it. One is yes, it, it has absolutely affected my the way I eat, um, fiber is absolutely necessary. And so I, you know, I've been doing it long enough. That I don't pay a lot of attention, but I take a fiber supplement. I, you know, beans are high in fiber. A lot of vegetables, as you would imagine, are high mm -hmm. in fiber. Mm -hmm. So when I have the option to eat something that's high in fiber, um, I do, and I'm kind of aware of when I haven't for a while. The interesting thing is that when I'm having symptoms, fiber is actually a bad idea. So fiber makes your system work a little harder and, you know, fiber kind of helps uh, clean your system out and your system has to work to move the fiber through because yeah. it does um, uh, dissolve the same way that other things do. So when I'm having symptoms, I have to go um, to things that are low in fiber. So, you know, chicken breast, pasta, non whole wheat mm. pasta, but you know, things like that. Um, they're lower in fiber and sort of pass a little more easily through the whole system. So that's had an impact on the way that I eat. Absolutely. Including um, the, you know, in, in, a, in the United States, a lot of people certainly of uh, my generation, you know, Thanksgiving is a day to just be gluttonous. 
<laughs> you know, it, the, you fill your plate up and then you go for seconds and you don't need seconds. You didn't even need half of what you took on the first round. Right. Um, I can't fill up like that. Like that's, it, that's likely to trigger symptoms if I, if I have a very large meal. So that's definitely impacted the way that I eat too. Wow. Mm. Well, maybe that's for the better. Like maybe we could all use a little bit. Only of that. for the better, yes. It's like I, I do not need to have that mountain of food on, <laughs> on the third Thursday in November. No, right. it's okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, um, yeah, and still, but 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 I understand. It's it's pretty painful. It's pretty miserable yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, but like anything else, right? There's, you know, that's that's my particular thing. There's people that get migraines. I don't get migraines. Oh yeah. Like there's lots and lots of adults um, and children for that matter have some health thing that they have to um, have to work around. This happens to be mine. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And fasting is part of the reaction to it. Yeah. 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 And then, and then, so and have you also used it for, you know, for, for, for weight loss and for um, just, just general overall feeling good. So, so yeah. fasting has been a, a part of my life for, for a while. And I know that whenever I, and I'll say this to, to my wife, Andrea, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to fast on Monday or something. And she, and, and this is without fail. She kind of rolls her eyes and she says, you know, listen, wait, you're going to skip a meal. Right. Because it seems it's unfathomable to her and many of her friends that you would yeah. just go hungry. Um, yeah. And I remember, but, but you know, I'll, I'll say this, that after, say, day, and I, I've done it up to a three day fast. Mm -hmm. And three days is is about the longest that, that, that I'll that I'll go where I'll I won't eat on day one or two. It'll just be water and a multivitamin. Mm -hmm. And then on day three, I'll fast until dinner time, and I'll have a salad with a simple protein or something, right? Mm -hmm. and, that, and, and I'll kind of ease my way back in with that. Yeah. And I'll tell you that by day three, day, day one is nothing because everyone can go a day without eating. Day two sucks. And it's just coffee, yes. and I'm not loving life, and I'm drinking, and my body is adjusting now. And it's like, okay, so what? No more fast food, no grocery stores, no convenience. What's going on? Are we, where are we now? Because exactly. my body doesn't know. And my brain's like, my eyes are like, well, I see the fridge. Um, I see all the stuff. I know what's in there. And my body's like, what's going on? And brain's like, I don't know. So, um, and then by day three, everything's kind of mellowed out. And I'll wake up and I'll have slept better than I probably have slept in a while. And I'll have, you know, nothing, uh, all all the inflammation is out. And I'll drop. And this is this is without... With, without exaggeration, 11 to, to 12 pounds oh, in wow. just water and inflammation over yeah. that period of time. Hmm. So, and I can feel it like we'll go uh, for a weekend and we'll spend this time and we'll go to restaurants, we'll stay in hotels, we'll travel and we'll go to a show or something. And we'll just eat things we don't eat. And it's just, sure. and, and I'll come back and everything's like tighter inflamed, mm -hmm. yeah, bloated, the, the whole thing. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna fast, you know. Um, but uh, but no, I like I like by day three. Honestly, I I always feel like I could go day four, maybe day. I mean, Jesus did what forty days? I could go ten. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're you know you're twenty five percent of Jesus. I can see that. I'm twenty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, man. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, okay, so 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 fasting is is a good part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is interesting. I've, I've had the experience as well where I, you know, it, it, similar to what you're saying, the first day is, is easy, but when I have fasted, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with that statement now, because mm. for me, the first day is actually harder than the second, because mm. um, for me, usually when I'm fasting, 
in response to the to pain in my in my gut, you know, in my digestive system, in my gut. Mm-hmm. The there's a there's a sense of like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this again. That makes the first day pretty hard. So I so mm-hmm. um, that's a that's an emotionally difficult day for me. Um, if I'm going to fast for a couple of days, um, the second day doesn't usually, if I, once I get past, like if I wake up in the morning and, and have nothing but coffee and clear liquids, because I can feel the pain coming on, um, that first day is really a struggle because it, there's an emotional component that makes me sad. The second day, usually I'm fine. And then, as you say, coming into the third day, if I have to do it that long, um, it actually feels pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. And I, I think that we're meant for that, right? Because if we if we take any other animal like that 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 stores calories on its body, has the ability to store calories on its body in in lieu of lower caloric months mm-hmm. that are coming, the winter or whatever, right? Yeah. Bears hibernate, other animals, other animals, you know, stock up and then we just never have that that depletion and calories we don't have that right because jack in the box is open in the winter exactly. and you know in the stores are open in the winter like, oh, everything's open so we can get to it we never have a caloric deficit and i think that by forcing it a little bit i think it reminds our bodies oh yeah like we are not just this mass consumption you know cog in a wheel we are these these animals and also my and i'll and i, I mentioned this before and i wanted when we were chatting before we recorded like I'm clear, like my mind is after on day on day three, my mind is really clear. I have I have no of I've none of the ups and downs, those those peaks and valleys of eating. Yes. Like you eat something, you're like, oh, my energy's up, and then yeah. metabolism kicked in, and other things. I just I'm so even keeled, energy wise, throughout the day that it's it's just really cool. It just feels good. I love that, and I've had that experience as well. It, it even out it evens out my energy, and even when I am. Uh, when I'm intermittent fasting for the purpose of weight loss, um, when I have done that, the the pattern that I have chosen, the in, the intermittency, if that's a word, that I've chosen has mm-hmm. been to not eat after seven at night um, and then not eat before 11 o'clock in the morning, um, mm-hmm. which is remarkably easy. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, what I end up doing then is sort of eating sometime around 11 and then eating again sometime around two or three. Um, but my energy for those days is always, always feels more stable. And it, it seems like it's because of that, that start having started out um, by fasting the day. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. And, and so anybody who's listening, who has maybe some, um, some real knowledge around fasting, yeah. I mean, this all I'm doing is observational body. I'm checking, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking physical note of how it feels. I have no idea what the science is behind it. Um, so if anybody has any uh, who listens, who wants to make a comment on our Facebook page, or check, if you're not a part of it, uh, check it out. It's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and and leave a comment. We'll, 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 we always post our uh, a link to our episodes on Facebook. And uh, if you want to leave a comment, leave a comment. We, we really appreciate Jeez, that. We love comments. We, we do. Yeah. Tell me. So there's other ways that I know that I have uh, stumbled into balance, pun intended, <laughs> um, as I've gotten older. Um, what about you? When we talk about balance, I mean, I think the choices of when we fast are a great example of that. What are other ways that you have found balance? Yeah. So, 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 you know, it, it, it's, it's, I, I, I tend to be an all or nothing kind of person when, when I'm doing things. And so if it's, if it's time to, to work, 
I work. And when it's time to play, I play. And when it's time to party, I party. And when time to, and, and so, um, and, and it took me, it's taken me into, you know, a little older than to, to say, well, maybe, maybe it's time to party, but not, not so much. Like maybe it's time to, to, to work, but, you know, also go to the gym and, and, uh, and don't throw yourself into everything 110% so that you, you lose sight of your overall life goals. Right. Because it, it's for me, it, I, it, it became, you know, next thing I know it's, it's 11 o'clock at night and I've finished all these projects and done these things. I'm like, I'm going to the gym. I'm not going to the gym. I haven't, you know, so uh, so, so, so for me, um, I find balance, uh, um, honestly through, um, really regimented and, um, and thorough calendaring, I calendar everything. Um, and I know this isn't really part of, a of, uh, of like, maybe, maybe, maybe it is for some people, but for, uh, for how, how you would find a way to find balance and get fitness in and, and time for even just downtime, like get up and walk away from your desk, like look someplace else for the next 20. Cause I work at a computer all day. Yeah. I'm at a computer and I have been for 25 plus years, almost 30 years now. So I, I, I have little 10 minute increments set in to my calendar that pop up to say, look away, like just get up. And I, oh, I get up and I walk away and I go look at something in the distance because this yeah. one thing, when you're looking just at this distance or I'm just sitting, I, I get up like every hour for about 10 minutes and just kind of walk around. So I do that. And I, I, I have, I, I have my, I have my gym time in and I've got my time to, I, I don't have my time to walk the dog because he doesn't have a calendar that he adheres to, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. So he doesn't have it. He doesn't have that daily schedule, um, but he is on a daily schedule. So I just kind of shift around that and work around it. But um but that's that's one way for me to make sure that I find balance is that I force balance mm -hmm. into my life uh, because otherwise I would be I, I do get very narrow focused on whatever it is that yeah. I'm, I'm doing. I like that. I like and there's ways in which I, I think I do that, um, but it's not the primary way that I that I come to balance in my life. So, I mean, I, I'm a believer in my calendar and you know, in, in my day, like, yeah. you know. I put things on my calendar. It's how I orient myself for how I'm going to spend a day. When I was, you know, when I had been in corporate jobs, as I was for many years, um, that was obviously drove the day. Uh, the thing that gets me to a place of balance now is as I am getting older, consequences are different than they used to be. Mm. And so, for example, um, when I was, you know, I the drinking age was 19 when I when I was 19. And so I started going to bars, actually tending bar at the age of 19, um, drank with my friends after my shift, which is a thing that was a, very much a, a restaurant thing to do. Yeah. Totally. So, you know, drank beer, drank shots, did shots all the damn time through my twenties and my thirties came to appreciate wine sometime in my forties and, you know, and would go to wineries and buy wine and all that. Right. So, yeah. so yeah. all of that was, you know, was part of how I really enjoyed my time. And like anyone else, if I overdid it, I would be a little rough the next morning, but sure. You know, it all worked out. But then I got into my 50s and those mornings, those next mornings started to get worse. And so if I had, you know, four glasses of wine, I would suffer for the whole next day. And then it was three glasses of wine and then it was two glasses of wine. And it's gotten now to where literally if I have more than a couple of sips of wine or beer or liquor, I will, I will not feel well and I will not feel well mm. for most of a day. Wow. And I kind of, you know, it, so talk about finding balance. Um, for me, there, there wasn't, there isn't 
like a, a version of have a couple of drinks a week. You know, it just, it, it was not agreeing with my body. My body was changing. And I talked to my doctor and he said, oh, you've, you've evolved an allergy to alcohol, which I'd never, ever heard of before. Yeah. But when I stopped drinking and now what I do is, you know, I have a sip of someone's drink or I'll have a little tiny bit of something um, every now and then. And literally just a sip is about all I can handle. And then I'm fine and I, and I can engage and I wake up in the morning and I feel great and I don't feel awful as I had for a while there. So in that example, and there's several others that I can think of, I didn't decide one day that drinking was treating me badly. And, and although it could be argued that maybe it was, um, mm-hmm. drinking was treating me badly and that I was, you know, that, that I had any kind of drinking problem and as, as a result stepped away from it, it just kind of became this increasingly difficult I wasn't sleeping. And then once I'm not sleeping, I'm not functioning well at work. I'm not, you know, I'm not able to do anything well. So finding balance in that example was just, um, I need my days to be a little more useful um, than they are Mm -hmm. now. So I love that. And, and, and it really, when you say this, it it brings up to me, this, um, this sense of you are, you are this wonderfully social human being. And in many cultures, ours included, of course, you know, going out and having a happy hour, having drinks or yeah. having someone over and having wine or having, this is a very social thing. You, you, yeah. you there's a ritual to it. You pop the bottle where you mix the drink and you, and I've been at your house and you, you are, you do make wonderful drinks. It's been, oh, thanks. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun to do. And you clink the thing. It's like a little chemistry set over there of, mm-hmm. of happiness you're about to make. And, um, and 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 to have that now removed or changed yeah. in your life, how, how how did that how did that affect you? How did that affect how you socialize? Uh, well, I miss the social aspect of it. So I miss you know I used to go and hang out at bars with friends, and I do now. But um, if you've ever been you know by you know by choice or by medical or whatever, if you've ever been the person not drinking um, in a group of people who are, for me, it's about ninety minutes where that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Um, after 90 minutes, the, the experience of the people who are drinking and the experience of the people who are not drinking me in this example, diverge enough that it's no longer fun for me. Yeah. So, uh, so I, what I do is I just, if I'm going to go to an event that's at a bar or an event that where people are going to be drinking, I know that about 90 minutes is, is all I'm going to be interested in doing. Um, because as people are drinking more, um, just, there's a different, you know, they're experiencing that that world differently. So I miss that social aspect of drinking um, without question. I really, really do. You know, and that's, and I, I've been the designated driver to several events. You know, Andrew and I are usually yeah. pretty good about that. Either, either we can park or we'll get a, uh, um, uh, an Uber or a taxi or something. Uh, but, 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 you know, I, I've been the, the designated driver for, for, for things and um, it sucks. It's, yeah. you know, you get, you get, like you said, it is about that, right? Because, because by then 90 minutes and with, with the kind of people that we hang out with, there's a few drinks in 90 minutes. So, I was say, yeah. yeah. And, and so you've seen us. So uh, <laughs> it gets, and it is very different because they're, they're now they're operating on a level where, where the jokes just, I mean, and the, the humor changes and the, yes. and the discussions and, yes. and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And it's not bad. Like I said, I, you know, when I was drinking, I was the one who was in that joke. I was the one who was appreciating yeah. the, the silly humor that I appreciate, you know, when I was having a few drinks, I, you know, but when I'm not drinking, it doesn't fit that way. So, so that's a thing that I had to adjust to, but again, the, so the balance there 
you know, on the, on the negative side of the balance is I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm not, you know, sort of having those, those just so many fun nights of silly goofiness, having a few drinks with friends. So that's the bad side of the balance. The good side of the balance is I feel great in the morning. Yeah. Uh, And, and, and for a while, while this was getting worse, you know, I would wake up on Saturday morning and not be able to function for most of Saturday. And, um, and, th- and that was that. So that was a bad one. So um, I've got I've got a much better balance there. And it's it's all been driven. You know, we talked about fasting and for me, how that was driven by this health thing that I've got. And in this case, you know, it really is driven by that. That just changes my body as experience as I've gotten older. Um, uh, and, and at, you know, as a driver of, you know, behavior, I mean, this is my thing about the gym, too. Like, I don't. I don't love going to the gym. I don't love working out. I don't love exercise, mm-hmm. but I have found that. So today, as we mentioned, <clears throat> I went and played pickleball this morning, which is oh, yeah. fun. And I swam laps. Um, the, the thing that keeps me doing any kind of exercise during the day is that I know like you, I have noted for myself a direct connection between exercise during the day and how well I will sleep at night. Yeah. which impacts the quality of the next day. Absolutely. So by, by getting some swimming in today, I ensure a good night's sleep. I ensure a productive day tomorrow. There is there is nothing that feels better than getting into bed after you've earned it. Yes. And you're just, and your body's like, yep, you did a exactly. good job. You you deserve this. Because if, you, if you've ever had those days where, you know, you've either been on vacation or maybe you just had a lazy Saturday and you kind of laid around and you, you hung out and you get into bed, but you've kind of been laying in bed all day. So you're like, man, I mean, this isn't so. So but if you go to the gym, if you go to the if you go to the pool or if you play your, your sports, um, yeah, you do. I That's it. I love that. I, that feels great. And that's a good way to find balance, too, because, you know, the the one of the the primary ways that we um, that we survive and that we don't go crazy is by having good sleep, right? Yes. We have to have those REM. We have to have that restful sleep yeah. and without it. And I didn't know the, I didn't realize the importance of it for a long time in my life. I just thought, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, you know what? You're going to be dead real quick if you don't get some sleep. So, <laughs> yes. so you're going to get your wish there, buddy. You won't and, make it. Uh, we know, and it's funny and I'm completely agree. Sleep is the, is a thing for me in a big way. And, and, and so listeners, if we didn't mention this today, um, although, although briefly, so we mentioned that, you know, we're a, a, a Seattle and Palm Springs tasty podcast, which is true. Mm-hmm. And that's because Jonathan and his wife, uh, Andrea spent half their year in Seattle and half their year in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. which I used to do. And I now spend all the year in Palm Springs right now I'm in Palm Springs and Jonathan's in Seattle relevant only because sleeping when it's 90 degrees at night, I've got air conditioning, but still yeah. sleeping when it's this warm at night is not nearly as easy for me. And what used to be true in Seattle, Seattle has long days in the summer and very often warm days. Yeah. The first fall day in Seattle, when it's dark at a reasonable hour and it gets cloudy and gray and it's raining, I would always sleep just so deeply and so soundly on that day. I used to literally look forward to that transition into fall weather because it, I knew that I would just sleep like a rock on that yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. But but also because, you know, it's very different. Like up here, you know, as you know, it's much more humid. And so when it's hot, you get all this humidity, okay. right? And you get, and then, and then, um, then when it, when it does break and it starts to get 
cooler it everything's cooler right you're, you're cooler like when it gets cold you're cold to the bone right it's like it's like you're in london or something it's it's just really i'm surprised that people in seattle don't wear more tweed but we have <laughs> yeah, they uh, yeah. um so that's a good yeah, that's a good way to find balance right sleep is important too um yeah yeah. And in all, in, in all those examples that I gave, like I said, it, it's been the sort of changing needs of my own body. Like I'm not a fan of the gym. I'm not a fan of exercise. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't enjoy it while I'm doing it. I typically only enjoy, enjoy it when it's over, but the, the, the very obvious and consistent positive results of it, not like I'm going to look better in eight weeks. It's like, I'm going to feel better in four hours. Um, yeah. that's what gets me to exercise now. So, so that balance has also been about, um, mm -hmm. sort of seeking balance as my body changes, as it needs different things. I mean, when I was 25, yeah. hit the bed out like a light, had several drinks, you know, yeah. sleep awfully, who even knows? And the next morning I yeah. functioned like I always did. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I didn't sleep as, as, as I, I was like on and off switch to click. I'm off, click. I'm on. And it was good right now. I'm a dimmer. Oh, I'm up. I'm a little, I'm a little in the middle of the day. I'm a little, Oh, I'm way low. I'm that way is low. such a perfect description. And by the way, this just turned into the Greg and Jonathan talk about aging again, podcast. <laughs> again, <laughs> which oh is not God. a bad thing at all because no. we're doing it every day. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Well, I, and you know, you made a point and I wanted to, to go back to that, you made it. You you made a comment about you know how, about feeling it right and how and how you feel in your body, mm. and I think that that's an important transition for me that is, that I've noted is it's not is it there is a cerebral okay I do this many sit ups I do this many push ups I run this amount of time I restrict my calories I do the sleep this calculation then equals I'm fit I feel good there's that. Yes. And I, and okay. And that, that's fine. And actually, that actually works. It's that's a great, it's a great way to do it. Good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, it also does not motivate people for shit. Like it just doesn't, Oh, I just swore. Sorry. I, for, but, but it doesn't really motivate people. Oh yeah. Everyone's adult here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So anybody, anybody who just disconnected for that. Yeah. Is the wrong place anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. They're like, well, that's not very tasty at all, gentlemen. Um, so, <laughs> um, but for me, it's, it, it's, it's like the difference it's a difference between thinking the thing and then feeling and knowing the thing. And so I yes. had to stop thinking about how I wanted to, to be. And I had to start feeling about it and I had to feel like, okay, this feels good. That, And then I actually found that when I was safer in my workouts, cause I'm like, I'm going to put all this weight on this bar and lift it up real hard, you know? And I did, and I got it. And then like, I couldn't use my shoulders the next day. I'm like, well, I must've done a good job. No, you didn't do a good job. Ding dong. What you did was you hurt yourself and you need to, you need to, to, to restrict it. So as I do these other workouts, I slow it down. I still do a, a healthy weight, but then I just don't kill it. Right. And that's, yeah. and that's what I've had to, to, to learn for myself. And, uh, and that's, and that's another way I found balance. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, what you're describing is the, um, exactly as you said, the longer, the longer game of working out, knowing that, you know, you're going to, you'll be fit over time still has to have balance to it. And that was, you know, I was talking to um, a neighbor here and friend a couple of days ago, who's, he's 45 and just started working with a trainer who's 20. And he's mm -hmm. already having to have conversations with this very enthusiastic trainer about mm -hmm. the limitations of a 45 year old body compared to a 20 year old body. Yeah. Um, that if he doesn't want to overdo it on the first visit, 
and then not be able to have a second visit, he's going to have to seek a different kind of balance. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Hey, my uh, friend, we have uh, are we time. We're time. We're at time. We're over time. Believe We're it. over time. We're over time. Well, Greg, this went by so quickly. Thank you, uh, everyone, for tuning in today for Tasty Gents. And um, we appreciate every single one of you. Please leave comments in, in our Facebook, or you can email us at tastygents at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and we we love to hear from you. If you have ideas about uh, about shows, things you like yeah. to hear, um, things you like to do, we, we want to hear it. And, um, and do we have any updates on the, we mentioned this in the last episode, um, about the upcoming Mamasodes. Mamasodes. Um, we, I will I will give you an update. Uh, I don't have a Mamasode ready to share. Um, mm -hmm. My brother... So my mom lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, she does not know. She did not know last week what a podcast was. She now oh. knows what it is. My brother has explained what a podcast is to her. And she has listened to one of our podcasts. I'm not sure which one and thought it was great fun. So she's all ready for it. Uh, the There's a bit of a, of a delay. Uh, my mom and my brother live in Florida. They're rolling into hurricane season and there's oh a good preparation. No storms on the horizon right now, um, but there's some preparation involved. Sure version. It's going to be probably a couple of weeks before my brother is able to get a mama's hood from my mom, but she's excited about it. Uh, and so then my that. stepmother is the other one that I'm, that I have to uh, take some time and, and record and spend some time with. Well, so, I, I'm excited for that. Um, and, and I'm so appreciative and, and I really hope no storms or maybe it'll just, there's be no hurricanes this season. Just another no Yeah. The earth, the earth just calmed down, global yes. climate oh. change reversed. Yes. And just before the election, that'd be great. Right. Anyway. Um, but the uh, for on, on my end, um, my mom Robin is in town, yes. and she is coming over tomorrow. So yes. we're gonna do a recording tomorrow. So everyone, here it is. I'm gonna say it right now. You are going to drop our first mamasode early next week uh, with my mom Robin. So we're gonna we're gonna get the first one out. It's fantastic. I can't wait. Yeah, right. it'll be good. It'll be uh, fun. And we're looking to do <coughs> other uh, themed episodes as well. So again, if you're listening to this and you have an idea of uh, something in addition to Mama Sodes you'd like to hear, um, we would like to hear from you. We also would like to, if you are listening to this right now, um, hope that you have balance or at least have a path to it. Yeah. Because I will say that it's important. Yeah. And if you, if you, if you have ways that you found balance, that you are seeking balance in your life that you, that we did not mention, uh, that you want to mention again, jump onto Facebook, Drop a note in our page. We'd love to hear about it. We have, we have, uh, we can do additional things. We can do additional follow-ups. So we can do another episode just to follow up on some of the wonderful ideas and input that we've had from uh, our wonderful listeners like you. True. It's true. We love that part. All right. Jonathan, my friend, as always. Yeah. What a delight. Greg, incredible time. All right, sir. Thank you. And talk to you later, everybody. This is the Bye, everyone. You've been listening to Tasty Gents. A geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast. Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is.